ever stop to think that the best and worst place to live is in your mind? Think about it. We can create our own destiny or our own downfall. It all has to do with the way that we choose to think and see things. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, with your host, Dr. Paula Joyce. Dr. Paula is here with her guest experts to show you just how to change that negative way of thinking and see your world in a positive light. Now, here is Dr. Paula. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and I'm grateful to be here with and for for you today. You are all part of a global community with fellow listeners from every corner of the world. Thank you for being here with and for me and for continuing to spread the word to your friends, relatives, and colleagues. A special note of gratitude goes this week to our listeners in the countries of Portugal, the Ukraine and Australia and in the states of West Virginia, Montana and Ohio and all of you for helping us reach a new high of 110,000 listeners because you keep listening up Lift Your Life Nourishment of the Spirit is a top ranked show here on Voice America, the leader in live internet talk radio. In addition to our amazing guests, I always include a tip of the week, a silver lining story and the name of an archangel to help you stay focused on reaching your personal business and spiritual goals. And now for your tip for the week from my ebook, 33 Tips for Self-Empowerment. Self-empowerment connects you to your limitless higher self, giving you an inner foundation of love, eliminating fear and bringing in peace and joy. Your limitless higher self has direct access to the divine and through that love, you can heal yourself and the planet. For today's topic, your tip is accept compliments. Avoid the urge to discredit a compliment or respond with a compliment. Train yourself to simply say thank you. Then take the compliment into your body. Allow yourself to notice how good it feels. Most of us have trouble receiving. We have been taught that giving is better than receiving and to be a truly good person You should give rather than receive. The problem with that thinking is that if the well is dry, you have nothing to give. We need to have a balance of giving and receiving so that we don't burn out or exhaust ourselves. All too often, we feel guilty receiving even a small compliment. So we deflect it by minimizing it with an offhand comment or we ignore it by rushing in to compliment the other person. In the process, we're depriving ourselves of the gift of receiving and the opportunity to give gratitude to someone. The irony is that gratitude vibrates at the highest frequencies and is one of the most powerful gifts that any of us can give another person. I don't want to miss the opportunity to give the gift of gratitude of gratitude to someone. Knowing that we are receiving and giving at the same time makes it easier to receive. As we allow ourselves to accept small gifts like a compliment, we train ourselves to accept bigger gifts. Filling ourselves up means that we have more to give. I encourage you to pay attention next time someone compliments you. 
If you don't pause, accept the compliment, and say thank you, please notice how confused the other person gets. Usually it's a conversation stopper. They were doing something nice and it was rejected. As you notice their hurt or confusion, you will begin to see how important it is to be gracious and grateful for every compliment. My next workshop will help you with this. It's about mastering your thoughts, transforming negative thoughts into positive ones. Most people believe that once a thought is in your mind, it's there permanently. With the right techniques, however, we can actually eliminate the thoughts, beliefs, and memories that hurt us. We have at least 60,000 thoughts a day, and about 90% of those thoughts are negative. Even more disturbing is that we keep repeating the same negative thoughts over and over again, day to day, week to week, year to year. Many of these thoughts are not our own. They have been given to us by other people who told us what we were good at and not good at, who we should be and not be, what we should do and not do. All of these judgments restrict our freedom of choice and our joy. They affect our self-esteem, self-confidence, relationships, health, energy, and even financial abundance. In fact, they affect every area of our lives. When we add all of our own self-criticism, guilt, and painful memories, our mind becomes a place that's constantly hurting us. This does not have to be the case. We can take back our power, control over our own mind, and rewire our brain for positive thinking. As we let go of negative thoughts, we become more positive in word, thought, and deed, resulting in ever-increasing happiness, peace of mind, joy, prosperity, and good health. In this experiential workshop, you will discover and dissolve the hidden barriers to your having more positive thoughts, master techniques to remove harmful thoughts and memories, experience the joy of positive thoughts, receive techniques to use on your own, and leave feeling better about yourself. Go to my website, drpaulajoyce.com, to learn more and to register. If you don't live in Dallas, contact me for individual or group coaching or to present this workshop or another one in your area. Choosing to be positive, choosing to think, see, feel, and act in new and healthier ways is the heart of Uplift Your Life Nourishment of the Spirit. We all have choices, but we can't make the best choices for ourselves if we don't know what the options are. This show provides you with new information on health and healing with an emphasis on spirituality and the connection between our thoughts, emotions, and physical and mental health. We can all choose happiness, gratitude, abundance, love, peace, and positivity as we allow ourselves to know the truth of our own experiences and feel the pain of our past or present life and let it go. We open ourselves up to the joy of being fully alive in every moment. We change the energy in our body and literally become younger and healthier, feel lighter and have more energy. We truly know and feel the joy, beauty, and love in our lives. My show helps you do that by providing you with new information, perspectives, and techniques, inspirational stories, and guests who are thought leaders in their field like our guest today, Lee Harris, who is here to talk about messages from spirit and living, loving, and awakening. 
I received this email from after our show last week with Dr. Miriam Freedom on Claire Myers Owens, a model of self-defined womanhood. Angelina wrote, as a result of your show, I have become intrigued with Claire and her place as one of our independent and strong women role models. Thank you for bringing her to our attention and reminding us women that our struggles are not unique and that we can gain strength through women like Claire, who had the courage to break from the norm and become who they were meant to be. Miriam shared Claire's inspiring story with us and, among other things, her struggle with negativity. Claire's mother and grandmother were always critical of her because of her unwillingness to be the Southern Belle they tried to raise her to be. Instead, she became an author as well as a spokesperson for the Human Potential Movement alongside Abraham Maslow. She pushed against her family's values and finally overcame her struggle with guilt through the spiritual beliefs she found in Zen Buddhism. She used her experience to fight for women's rights not to be abused and to be heard. Despite her important contributions, Claire and her work are not widely known. I encourage you to learn more about her by listening to this show. Click on the episode link on this page. For more on inspirational women and the divine feminine, please listen to some of our shows like December 1st, 2016 with Wendy Garling, The Important Role of Women in the Buddha's Life, October 13th, 2016 with Bob Hieronymus and Laura Kortner, The Statue of Liberty, Goddess in the New World, and May 25, 2017 with Danielle Delsky, Embracing Our Divine Feminine. You can hear these shows or any others that you may have missed or want to listen to again. That's the beauty of having the shows on demand. You have easy access anytime, day or night, allowing you to listen when it fits your schedule or when you need hope, comfort, and inspiration. Whenever it is, I'm here for you. Now it's time for my silver lining story. I saw a friend the other day who always asked me about my show. This time our interaction was different. We barely said hello when he told me he had listened to my show for the first time this week. He was so excited to tell me everything. He had listened to an episode on anxiety in the car on his way to exercise. It spoke so deeply to him that when he reached his destination, he turned the engine off and sat for 15 minutes until the completion of the show. He was so caught up in the content that he couldn't leave in the middle. He told his partner about the episode and made a commitment to himself to listen to at least one episode each week. He even knows which show he's going to listen to next. This was meaningful to me for several reasons. Yes, it did feel good to have someone compliment me, and I did tell him how grateful and happy I was that the show spoke to him. My biggest silver lining was knowing that I was making a difference in his life, not just as a friend, but also through the show. Furthermore, I was proud of myself for not being hurt or angry with him that he didn't listen sooner. 
at this point in my life, I realize that the people who need the information I offer and who will benefit from it will find the show when the time is right for them. We can't force these things, and judging myself or others for their choices only creates unhappiness and discord. I accepted his choices and just enjoyed telling him about my different guests and how much fun and fulfilling the show is for me. In fact, I really appreciated just having a good friend who wanted to hear what I was thinking and feeling, and that truly was enough. That he chose to tune in and found it helpful was a surprise and a gift because I kept the energy positive between us and only shared what he was interested in. I left the door for him to ch- left the door open for him to choose to listen or not. And I was honestly fine with whatever happened. That recognition was a testament to my own growth. Not that long ago, I would not have been okay about it. I was happy to see how my efforts to let go of judgment and become more patient and accepting have paid off. I wrote the following piece in August 1999 when I was attending a dance and writing workshop at Esalon in California. I wrote it without stopping or editing, allowing the universe to speak through me. I am free to be me. I promise to allow my authentic self to emerge without fear, in safety, and in love. The princess discovered herself at 20 at least began to claim herself and danced with herself in joy. Then she got lost for a while. Maybe life was too good, too much fun, too free. So she went back into her shell for quite a while. Eventually, she decided it was more painful to hide than to emerge. And ever so slowly, she began to find herself, the self she abandoned at five. She began to rediscover the joy that is her, the joy that was buried to protect her father. She doesn't have to protect him anymore, and he wouldn't want her to be sad. So just like when she left for graduate school, she did what used to be unthinkable. But now everyone wants her to do it. They're all rooting her on to victory, to joy, to happiness. Now it's not only acceptable, but it's required. No, it's demanded of her to break through into the open free sky to soar, to soar high above the clouds, high above the muck, the doldrums, the shoulds and shouldn'ts, the musts and mustn'ts. It's time now to break the bonds of servitude to misery, sadness, depression, of not knowing what, when, where, or how, of fear, of hesitation, taking care of others, of not being myself, of not being free to express my desires and needs, of putting others first, of putting myself last, of limiting myself, of stopping myself from experiencing the full range of life available to me, of not breaking through to the highest levels of freedom with responsibility and pure fun and joy. Look out, world. Here I come to express my inner beauty. Yes. It wasn't until I reread this while preparing for today's show that I realized who was cheering for me. When I wrote it, it made no sense to me because no one in my physical life was cheering for me. They were doing the exact opposite. 
Now I understand that my guides and angels from the spiritual realm were speaking to me through my writing, cheering me on, encouraging me to allow myself to emerge fully from the shadows of my upbringing and my current circumstances. Our guest today, Lee Harris, knows about receiving, channeling, radical expression, and more spiritual truths. He's the author of Energy Speaks, Messages from Spirit on Living, Loving, and Awakening. He is also an intuitive medium, transformational leader, musician, and visual artist. The benefits people receive from Lee's live events around the world and recorded work are the same ones available in his book. They include emotional awareness, forward momentum, empowerment, self-trust and confidence, optimism and enthusiasm, opening up intuition and empathy, connecting deeply with spirit, comfort and joy, and transformation. You're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. As Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. said, hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. And Mahatma Gandhi said, be the change you want to see in the world. And Mother Teresa said, I alone cannot change the world, but I can cast a stone across the waters to create many ripples. If you believe this while listening to the commercials, go to my website, drpaulajoyce.com, to like and recommend us on Facebook, then friend Paula Joyce, and I'll send uplifting messages between shows and help you be part of the solution. Only like and follow the people who add positivity to the world, then read about and register for my new workshop, Mastering Your Thoughts, Transforming Negative Thoughts into Positive Ones, or contact me to schedule one in your area. Your question for today is, what do you want to express that you haven't allowed yourself to? Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Lee Harris, who's here to talk about messages from spirit on living, loving, and awakening. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective. From leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission, Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. 
plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access, all the time. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to Dr. Paula at drpaulajoyce.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I always appreciate hearing from you, my listeners. It is a top-ranked show. When you choose to advertise with me, you reach hundreds of thousands of people. If this interests you or if you want to help sponsor the show or become part of the conversation today, please call 888-346-9141 or email drpaulatdrpaulajoyce.com. I value you and what you have to say, so please let me know what's on your mind and heart and I hope you wrote down what you want to express that you haven't allowed yourself to. I'm so pleased to welcome Lee Harris who's here to talk about messages from spirit on living, loving and awakening. Welcome Lee. Hi, Hi Paula, lovely to be here. Thank you for having me on the show. Uh, Well, it's truly my pleasure. I love your book and the wisdom that you share, and and I love your accent, so that's an added bonus. (laughs) (laughs) Um, um, I, I know that you identify yourself as a channel and an intuitive messenger, but I'm not sure everybody knows what that means. Could you talk to us a little bit about that and how you discovered your gifts? Yes, so um, uh, the the channeling aspect is because when I was 23, and I'm 43 this month, um, 20 years ago now, I heard the voice of my guides. And so when I channel, it's me speaking to or letting my guides speak through me. And when I'm an intuitive, it's, it's, it's something that I, that I had before I met my guides, but it definitely heightened after meeting my guides, where from my own way of seeing the world, I can interpret and translate energies, emotions, and states of being that I can see for other people or sometimes for groups of people. So they're two slightly different versions of the same thing. The way I like to look at it is I feel like my guides are much higher up the ladder than my intuitive sense, but sometimes we need to know you know, how to deal with things on the ground too. So that's why I like to do both, because higher messages are wonderful but then we have to figure out how to apply them. So I like to work as an intuitive to help people and also myself because, you know, we're all going through this together on the planet, um, integrate higher wisdom. 
I I understand completely what you're saying, and I agree 100%. And also, time is different on the other side than it is here. And so, we need to also be able to use our intuition to know um, even the timing of things and what's right and and uh, and and when. So you call your guides the Z's. How did that come about? And and yeah. how? <laughs> Go ahead. So I was yeah. So when I was twenty three, I was probably about six years into um, being a seeker. And I had, you know, I loved going for tarot readings. And when I would go for them, something felt right to me. Something felt true. And I felt like a dimension of reality opened up. Now, of course, I wouldn't have put it that way at that time. I just remember feeling alive. But now I look back, what I see is it was my first beginnings of accessing higher energy. And the funny thing is, I never thought I would be a channeler. And I had seen a channeler, but I I was... I was a little skeptical, to be honest, like I think many people are. I remember coming away from him and thinking he was a lovely man and that he had great information, but I didn't understand why he closed his eyes and his voice slightly changed when he was channeling. I didn't understand why he did that because part of me, because I didn't understand what it was, I I assumed he must be putting it on, not maliciously or with any ill intent, but, um, but yeah, I just couldn't get my head around it. And then, of course, you know, the egg is now on my face because it happened to me about a year later. And I hear this a lot with channelers. They say, I was taken to see one, <laughs> and then it happened to me. So I, I really believe that it doesn't necessarily mean that if you hang out with a channeler, you're necessarily going to hear your guides. <laughs> but I do believe that we learn through energetic sharing. And that's why I called the book Energy Speaks, because whether it's guides, whether it's the energy of another person, whether it's the energy of a place on any given day, we're all deeply affected and sharing with each other information, experience all the time. But um, when I first heard my guides, I was actually on a train. I was going to work in the morning. It was a noisy underground train in London. So I also didn't think that was how it happened, you know? I thought, well, surely I should be in Tibet or in a monastery or I should have fasted for 30 days on nothing but water. But that really wasn't how it happened for me. It was one day they weren't there and the next day they were there and they've been there ever since. So I like to tell that story because I hope it reassures people who think that it should be a very cosmic or special experience that they have to prepare for. But in in my case... It really wasn't like that. It was just one day the light bulb went on. And when I look back, I I see that I was kind of tilling the soil for six years before, but I didn't really understand that's what I was doing at the time. Well, and actually, I I, I mean, I believe, as I know you do, that we all have spirit guides and, and the ability to communicate with them and and um but i think we aren't always open to it and i i'm i'm assuming that what happened was that you opened up to it and it wasn't that they first appeared it was that you first were able to communicate with them absolutely they said that to me they said when i so i started speaking to them and i said you know do you have a name and they said well there are 88 of us um, but then we extend wider into source. 
Um, so basically they're connected to everything. And they said, you can think of us as a consciousness library, but we know that humans like names, so you can call me Zachary. And then I met <laughs> other members of the group, and they, all the names began with Z. So it was actually the people who followed my work who started to refer to them as the Zs, because I used to, I've been doing this for 15 years publicly, and I used to channel from different members. And um, so it's interesting. Now I only ever channel as a singular voice. I never differentiate which member of the group is is speaking anymore because that was the request they made. So it was people who followed my work who started referring to them as disease, and that stuck. And I agree. I think everyone has spirit guides. And, and I, I really think if everyone was taught to do this in school, um, everybody would just be doing it. It's like so much in our life. We, we get used to and we accept things that are normalized for us. And we sometimes reject or fear things that have not been made normal for us. So I fully agree. Well, and what you were saying earlier about um, energy, sharing energy, and, uh, you know, I, I think um, being with people who understand how energy works and who are able to communicate with the other side um, shows us uh, the possibilities, even if our conscious mind is rejecting it, there's a part of us that's remembering and that is knowing that this is real. And if we're lucky, that part wins out and eventually we explore more and are able to discover our own abilities to channel and communicate with our guides. Definitely. And I, I think we all we all share and play out energy for each other like it's it's often the case that if you have a loved one, so perhaps this was an intimate partner or a sibling or a really close friend, and they were the one in your life that was very confident and that would always drag you out to the parties. You know, if you, if you suddenly lose them one day, if they suddenly pass on, it's quite normal to hear people say that once they're through the grief of losing that person, they become a little bit more like that person because that person is no longer there to play it out for them. But that person was there to show them the way and to show them a different possibility. And I hear this a lot, and it, it, it takes me back to one of the truths that my guides share, which is we're all sharing energy all of the time, which is also why sensitive people and empaths and healers have to usually learn boundaries. You know, some people have to learn to be open, and people who are already open usually have to learn boundaries in order to have a, have a successful and balanced life. Yes, I certainly did. I know exactly what you're saying. And also, I wanted to, to share when you were talking about a loved one passing away, I remembered my grandmother who lived with us, and I was very close to her. Um, she died when I was nine, and I would talk to her every night before I went to sleep. It, it was yeah. so natural until I learned that, you know, you're not supposed to do that and that's not real. And it took me a long time to get back to what was natural at one time. You know, it's funny. I, the memories I have of disease that they've explained, I used to have one recurring dream when I was a child and I would go downstairs in the house that we were living in and I would go into the living room and there would be a man and a woman on the other end of 
the living room, but they were very tall. Like they were much, I don't remember how their faces looked, but I remember they had a lot of light around them. And I remember that the woman had what looked like a really huge blonde Afro. Like it was this blonde white Afro, very big, big kind of hair. And they were both trying to speak to me, but all I could hear was static. They both had their hands up against their mouths, as you do when you're trying to project sound to somebody. You know, you put your hands, your palms, either side of your mouth. And all I could hear was static, like the old television sets used to be. And um, when I asked them, you know, years later, they said, that was us. But, you know, and so I do think when we're young, we're still open. And then we learn societal conditioning. And I think that's one of the problems that we have around intuition or things like channeling. We've been taught to fear it, reject it. And actually, it's something that all of us are connected to. And people who live more tribally or in cultures that are more aware of the magic of energy, they are allowed to retain that because it's taught to them and it's encouraged. You know, I think of the Native American culture is very reverent of spirit. And so the children who grow up in that culture, they're taught those ways. Absolutely. And you talk about the shift in consciousness that's currently happening on Earth now. And I think that this is part of that shift is that we are opening up more to uh, the other side and to the an understanding of energy. Well, what are your thoughts on that? Well, it's funny you say that because I, I was just asked about uh, channeling yesterday. Someone said to me, why do you think channeling is becoming more popular or more known at this time because I've seen a big shift just in the 15 years that I've been doing it. It was a lot more weird to, to more people 15 years ago. And it takes me back to when my mother took up yoga. It was probably the early 80s because I was about seven, I think. And she went to this thing called yoga. And we were all like, what's yoga? And it was this <laughs> weird thing that she went to do in like a local hall. And, you know, we were all, oh, yoga, very strange. And, you know, that's what, 35 years ago. And now you look at how yoga is just a part of life. doesn't mean everyone's doing it, but nobody is scared of it. Everybody knows what it is, and it's an option for people who want to do it. And I feel like all aspects, like channeling, anything that is to do with our energy body is becoming more popular and more part of life. And that, that's something they've long predicted. So the Zs have always said, as you get beyond 2012, you will see a lot of unrest. And you will see a lot of um, conflict energy flying around because the world will be changing faster than the old structure can keep up with. And there'll be a fight between those who want to keep things the old way and those who are willing to go with the stream of consciousness. But they said alongside that, you will see an enormous amount of light and you will see an undeniable growing awareness around the world of energy and consciousness and the fact that it's real and it's part of your life, it's not something that doesn't exist. And and we really are right in the middle of that now with all of the chaos and the conflict um, in our country and internationally. It's true. It's true. And it's it's interesting because it's I think I think these are these are tough times in so many ways. And yet I also feel I can feel the future, and I feel that the future has so much brightness within it. And what I'm reminded of 
is it really is where your focus goes. You know, if you focus on the news cycle all day long, every day, you aren't going to feel great. And it's not just because of the news itself that's being reported. It's that the news cycle itself runs on adrenaline. You know, it runs on adrenaline and it doesn't tend to tell you the good things that are happening. So you're basically watching a very doom and gloom cycle. And if that becomes your habit and your pattern, you will start to see the whole world that way. But equally, it's like people who go away for three weeks to, you know, they say, oh, I just went to my local meditation center for three weeks, or I went to Thailand, or people who are able to remove themselves from their life for a while and go and expose themselves to a different frequency, they come back and they see the world as very bright. So it may fade, but in that moment, they feel cleansed and they're seeing the world very brightly. So I'm very aware, and this is what I've had to learn in my life, that our habits do contribute towards the way we see the world. And the more we can cultivate good habits that work for us, that keep us in the light or keep us in balance, the more equipped we are to handle the more challenging things. doesn't protect us from challenge, doesn't take challenge or difficulty away, but it certainly builds our muscle of being able to move through things. And that's really what the Z's have been teaching me all these years. I, I agree a hundred percent, and we're about to go to break. And um, we can come uh, when we come back. I'd like to continue this discussion and just add um, before um, we take a break that what my guides have told me is that everything returns to love, and which is what you're saying that you see the. Um, the future, the brightness, so much brightness in the future, and that we are really in the process of coming to a higher level of love and compassion and empathy, and that the chaos is um, part of that change process. So when we come back, I look forward to talking more about all of the insights that you have gained from your own intuition and from your guides. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. While you're listening to the commercials, go to my website, drpaulajoyce.com, to sign up for my email list. You'll receive the information on all our shows, a chapter on my ultimate creative problem-solving process for my best-selling book, which will help you let go of hidden fears and blockages to hearing your soul, your true self, your intuition, healing at deep levels and getting what you truly want in life. This process came to me in that space that Albert Einstein talked about between sleeping and waking. It was a gift from the spiritual realm that helps my clients align their conscious and unconscious mind and move forward with ease and speed. They change from the inside out, creating lasting change and self-empowerment. Now on your paper, write down what you're willing to start exploring now stay tuned we'll be right back with lee harris to talk more about messages from spirit on living loving and awakening follow us on twitter for more great ideas at voice america empowerment the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. 
Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective. From leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission, Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com are listening to uplift your life nourishment of the spirit with dr paula joyce to reach the show today please call 1-888-346-9141 that's 1-888-346-9141 you may also send an email to dr paula at drpaulajoyce.com now back to uplift your life nourishment of the spirit if you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. Welcome back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. And I hope you wrote down what you're willing to start exploring now. Remember to listen at the end of the show today to learn how Archangel Katrina Alehu can help you. And I'm so glad we're here with Lee Harris talking about his book, Energy Speaks, Messages from Spirit on Living, Loving, and Awakening. Um, Lee, it's such a delight to have you on the show, and there's so much wisdom um, that you have to share with us. One of the things that resonated with me was that you were saying that um, we're never really alone, um, and and that often we feel as outs like outsiders, but each one of us is an irreplaceable part of something greater than we can imagine. Um, that that's really profound because loneliness is uh, really of epidemic proportions in the United States, and I would imagine worldwide as well. Uh, what what do you mean to, that we're really never really outsiders and and we're irreplaceable? Yeah, well, you know, it's interesting because loneliness is definitely something I've felt in my life, and I'm sure I'm sure most people listening have. And one thing that the Z's my guides explained, and this gets covered in the book, um, 
is that they explain that we tend to feel lonely when we're disconnected. Either when we're disconnected from our sense of purpose, our life, or other people. And one thing that I that I think is, is kind of unnatural for us in our current society is the amount of isolation we're all in because we're, we're tribal, you know, and even introverts need to be around people some of the time. So I think what can often happen is because the way that our society has been encouraged to live in the Western world, um, we're quite separate from each other. And, you know, you've got all of these people living on the same street in separate houses, perhaps all feeling lonely at the same time because they're just meters away from each other sometimes, but they feel like they're alone because they're just in reference to themselves. So it's a big topic. There are many different aspects to it, but one thing that the Zs talk about is they say that developing your own inner connection and making friends with the part of you that feels lonely and offering to try and help that part of you not keep repeating that pattern. So, for example call a friend, reach out to someone, start to not think you have to sit in loneliness, but do something of focus by yourself, whether it's art or writing or an activity, because loneliness is usually characterized by us feeling disconnected from life. So we either need to take an action or connect with something or someone when that's happening. And it can stem back to childhood wounds. It can stem back to abandonment, rejection, so it, they go into detail in that in the chapter and give you various ways to feel differently about loneliness and then change the state. And um, it really it really helped me actually. Um, I I love that, and those are tools actually that I use as well um, for myself. Um, and and they do work. Um, they are helpful. And sometimes it's hard to reach out to others. We think, well, they should call us, but. Not everyone does that, and so if they're a friend, pick up the phone and call them or walk next door or whatever. Um, you know, in particular, light workers, I think, have a, a, um, an even stronger sense sometimes of being different and separate from the rest of the world. Talk to us a little bit about light workers. And how one yeah, knows so if they're a light worker. Yeah, so so light workers to me are people who light up the room. Doesn't mean they're the most extrovert person. Um, sometimes they're the person who's laughing and smiling and making people feel good, but sometimes they're the person who notices that that woman in the corner with her child hasn't spoken to anybody yet, and they can see that she's shy. So they just quietly go over and very gently facilitate a conversation with her she may not know that they did that because they noticed her pain or her loneliness. So light workers tend to want to connect with people, bring healing, bring positive energy. But equally, light workers can, of course, be suffering themselves too, because I think there's, there is suffering and joy on the planet in equal measure. And one of the things light workers have to work out, and this certainly changed my life is realizing that you sometimes tread an awkward middle ground as a light worker because many people identify with being a light worker and they feel they came to the planet to have to, to you know be part of this mission 
And I think sometimes light workers get stuck in the idea that they're separate from other human beings. And one of the things that the book shares is everybody feels separate in some way, even if they don't identify with being spiritual or religious or a light worker, everybody knows that feeling of separation. So light workers have to a, agree that there is suffering and light on the planet and that there are both things because often light workers want to wish or believe that there wasn't suffering. That's, that's something we have to accept is here so that we can actually find our place and not be bombarded or scared of the world. And then also to recognize you move between two states and that you're always going to be moving between the part of you that's connected to the universe and the part of you that can be connected to the human being in front of you. And I think sometimes light workers think they're on the wrong planet, in the wrong body, and I definitely have been there too. But I found that the more I started to understand how the world works and my place within it, the more comfortable I have been more of the time. And there's a whole chapter at the beginning of the book called You Are a Light Worker, which is specifically to address that. Um, I love that. And, uh, you know, you talk about people, we only have uh, about two minutes left for this portion of the show, but you talk about each of us having a profound purpose for our life. Um, How do we know what that is? Uh, You know, I get that question all the time from people. Yeah, I think it's a it's a tricky one because lots of people are are, are looking for their purpose to be very big um, or to, to have some grand form. And yet, actually, it's the state that we're looking for. You know, it's you, you speak to anybody who's been, quote, unquote, hugely successful on the planet, and most of them will tell you that their success, their money, their rewards did not give them happiness. And equally, you can find the happiest... Um, grandfather who is in his garden hanging out with his grandkids. So I think sometimes we, we have this very Western world idea of purpose being this big outer experience, this outer form. And for most people, a sense of purpose is just being connected to life. So, you know, one of the things that I always talk about is there are several things we need. We need community. We need creativity. We need expression. We need to feel good with our bodies, whatever that means for us. There are a series of things that we all need to feel connected to life and on purpose. So I think sometimes just starting with the smallest thing that that lights you up can lead to a greater sense of purpose. But if you're trying to find this massive sense of purpose in the world and it's not working, just bring it down to the small stuff and start this month going, I'm going to try a few different things and see what lights me up. And I'm going to practice doing more of the things that light me up. Because the more you get into the habit of experiencing feeling lit up, the more your purpose appears for you. So it's kind of the other way around. Start with the small senses of purpose and let them build into a bigger one. Um, I I love that. And I want to also mention that a good place to start, in addition to what you've said, is the three-week self-love challenge that you offer in your book. Mm. Um, Because if we create within ourselves self-love, then that creates more positive energy, which automatically 
influences the world in a positive way, what could be a better purpose than creating more love in the world? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so that, that's a huge piece of the book, actually, the self-love chapter. And, um, and I'd just love to say, Paula, because I know we have to end now, but um, for anybody who's interested in the book, I'm, I'm, I'd be wonderful if you want to get the book. But if, if the book isn't for you, but you would like to know a bit more about my work, um, I have free videos, free audios at my website, which is leeharrisenergy.com. Beautiful, and I encourage everyone to purchase the book if that speaks to you, and it's called Energy Speaks, Messages from Spirit on Living, Loving, and Awakening. And again, Lee's website is leeharrisenergy.com. Lee, thank you so very much for joining us and sharing so generously your wisdom and your heart. Thank you. Thank you. The pleasure has been all mine. Have a great day, everyone. Thank you. Wishing you the best. And thank you all for joining us for Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you enjoyed today's show, please go to drpaulajoyce.com, like us on Facebook, register for my new workshop, Mastering Your Thoughts, read my latest blog, and learn about my services, including coaching, speaking, hands-on healing, remote healing, past life regressions, house and office clearings, dream interpretation, or to sponsor one of my experiential workshops, such as Dissolving Fear and Anxiety, Overcoming Abuse, Discovering Hope and Silver Linings, or the Ohm Awakening. If you mention this show, you get a 10% new client discount on my coaching, which I do in person over Skype or on the phone. When you work with me, you get support, guidance, and healing from the spiritual realm. The archangels, angels, and guides of a high and positive spiritual nature work through me and directly with my clients. My process helps you remove hidden blockages and connects your mind, body, and soul, resulting in faster progress and profound healing emotionally, mentally, and physically. My private and corporate clients improve their wealth, health, and relationships. Click on the link to contact me and see for yourself. And now I want to introduce you to Archangel Katrina Alehu, who is the Archangel of Hope. Ask for her help daily in addition to whoever else you pray to in order to find and keep hope alive within you. Use your own words or say something like Archangel Katrina Alehu. I give you permission in a positive way only to help me be hopeful. You can even be more specific and say something like I give you permission in a positive way only to help me be hopeful about the future of the planet. Pay attention to signs, synchronicity, and new information. This is a process, not an event. Trust that she is helping you because she is. Please join us next Thursday right here when Carly Pollock will talk about feeding your soul. May 2nd when Tom Bunn will talk about being free of panic. And May 9 when Catherine Hall will talk about life lessons learned from gardening. I want to hear what's on your heart and mind. So please keep sending me your questions, comments, and silver lining stories. This is Dr. Pauly, your CM or chosen mom is designated by Dr. Bernie Siegel. Remember, you are loved. All is loved. Just let that feeling wash over you and through you. Bless you and have a beautiful week. 
you for tuning in to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. Please join Dr. Paula Joyce and her guest experts next Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until then, have a positive week.